dads. Being a dad is the most rewarding and most exhausting responsibility you have. In the whirlwind of life, you have so many things that demand your attention. Sometimes making memories with your kids takes a backseat. But it doesn't have to be that way. Join me, Aaron, a dad of four kids on the Dad Ventures podcast, where we dive deep on the adventure of a literal lifetime being a dad. We'll explore science-backed parenting strategies, review books and gear, and interview parenting experts with a special emphasis on being a dad. At Dad Ventures, we champion and celebrate dads and the unique value they pour into their kids. New episodes are live every Friday. Head over to wherever you listen to podcasts and find the Dad Ventures podcast, or go to adventures.dad and tap the podcast link at the top of the page. Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheeltees.com. That my Shopify.com. Hi guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you'll enjoy the Deal to Heal with E James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James. And on my podcast, my guests and I discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. To deal with their problems, heal from the pain, and to fulfill their purpose. So check out our podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Audible. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel at Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. Until then, see you soon. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. I am your host, Ernest James. Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast, where we believe that the relationship between a father and daughter is one of the most important relationships in a woman's life. And so our mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by spreading the voices of girl dads to the world and give love and support to our fathers and our daughters. Make sure you guys, if you haven't already, make sure you're listening to our, uh, our podcast. Listen, like, subscribe, and share on all our social media uh, platforms. Just look up Girl Dad Discussions. We're on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Wherever you uh, look us up, we'll be there uh, to check us out. So um, also, I want to let you guys know, I'm going to tell you guys how you can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay to the end 
of the episode in order to get that information. So today, just like any other day, we are best with a guest, Mr. J. How you doing? Doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me. No problem, no problem. First of all, let me say thank you for being on because uh, you could be doing anything else, but you're here with me and my listeners. We definitely appreciate it. So I want you to know that up front. So let's jump right into it, man. Do me a favor, introduce yourself to uh, my listeners and tell them who you are and what it is you do for a living. Because I know as dads, that's generally how we uh, relate ourselves with what we do. So, <laughs> Oh, man. So um, I'm Jay Halim Washington. That's my last name, but I'm Jay Halim. I'm an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, and girl dad. <laughs> I got a son too, but my girl dad. That's 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 the most important thing I do. Right, right, right. So, um, my first question to you, Dan, is: What does it mean to you to be a girl dad? Man, you know, it means everything. It meant everything before I had a daughter. You know, I literally said that I wanted to have a daughter first, and I said that because I believe that you know, um, I never seen a daughter abandon their dad. We've seen dads abandon their daughters, but. Mm. I've never seen a daughter abandon their dad, you know. Um, I've seen sons hang around, but not like, oh, I'm going to take care of my dad type of thing. So, and then I also wanted to have a son. So I wanted him to be like a situation where he had two mothers, where he had that double protection, you know, um, from the female. He was double love. So God blessed me with it. That happened exactly how I wanted it to. And my daughter is just like me. It drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> she's just like me. And, uh, you know, we we bump heads from time to time now because she's a teenager. And it's something like when they cre- they hit that teenage thing, I don't know, they come from a different planet. Uh, teenagers. <laughs> but it's been, you know, my journey with my daughter has been everything to me. She's the inspiration of a lot of the things that I have done and a lot of things that I'm doing now. So, um it's been it's been everything. Yeah, and, and you know that's interesting because I I never thought about it. Uh, like you said, with you know there are some dads that abandon their daughters, but you never seen a daughter abandon her father. And I and I got to think about that now. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a true statement for the most part. Uh, we pretty much can probably put up put our uh, you know count on one hand how many times it's been the opposite. You know, uh, I think it, it's I think there is a um, a love and a, and a desire, you know what I'm saying? Just as, as much as we as fathers have for our daughters, I think there's also an opposite desire for our daughters that just longs for, for the love and affection of, of their fathers. Um, yeah, and, I, and that was kind of one of the things that led me to, you know, even start this podcast, man. So I, I Because I wanted to be a voice that is not often heard. Yeah. You know, and so with me being a a, a girl that a, a fatherless daughter advocate, you know, one of the things I started doing was asking two questions. What does it mean for you to be a girl dad? And what is something that your daughter has taught you, which I'll ask you in a minute. But those two questions I would ask for my other podcast, you know, to my male guests, you know, who had daughters. And that's how the whole thing even started. But the conversations were so impactful and enriched you know what i'm saying i'm like you know what we got to do a whole podcast with just the girl dads and and having this conversation uh about the daughter so i like that that's something new that i never even thought of that you know mm-hmm. we in the third in the uh fourth season fourth episode and we already still dropping 
dropping gems. So I definitely appreciate that because I I never even thought of it that way. So mm-hmm. when we when we're thinking about your your daughter, how did you find out that you was gonna be a father? Uh, as far as far as with your daughter, oh, my daughter, all my kids were playing. It was not. I didn't have no accidents. So <laughs> <laughs> no slip ups. You know, I my kids was playing. And just normal, you know. I I'm married already. We said we wanted we planned to have all our kids before we were 30, but it didn't work out that way. But um, you know, we did what it was planned. We've been married and I we married now, we're gonna have this child. And the first one was a girl. I just wanted a girl, and that happened like that, but it was no nothing crazy, nothing, oh my god, you know. Right. <laughs> it was just right, like right. you know, um, and that was that, man, and you know. I, again, I'm just I'm, every time that, that's my dog right there. <laughs> you know, my my son looked just like me. It's, we we roll like that, but my daughter is my hitter. You know, so right, right. she's my hitter, and um, you know, so yeah, I I planned for her, and God listened to it, so she's here. Yeah, and and my my uh, my daughter at the at the time of this recording, my daughter just turned twenty. You know okay. what I mean, and so I'm a little. <laughs> further ahead on that journey but you know i always say uh my baby not a baby no more but she's still my baby you yeah. know what i mean and so um yeah so I, I was me and her mom was married at the time you know when, when she was conceived also so we also planned but i always ask because sometimes you know is people find out oh, different no, ways you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and it's all a part of the story sometimes you know what i mean yeah, it's like I hey i didn't know and we were just doing what we do and it was like hey well, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like, oh, I ain't know I had a daughter. You know, they, she right. came to me. She was already five. My mama dropped off on the, on the, on the door. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and that's going to make for a hell of a podcast once that, that, that question is answered like that. Right, it right. it's, it's coming. It's coming because, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I already got people uh, that had already, you know, signed up for it. And I, you know, asked some little information that, and that's one of them that's already been out there with one guy that didn't find out till he was, uh, uh, he had a daughter till she was three. You know yeah, what I mean? And so I'm looking forward to to that conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, like I said, that's why I asked, cause you know, we, we have different things. So when your, when your daughter was, uh, when you find, when y'all find out that y'all was having a child, did y'all find out the sex of the door of the baby yeah. first, or did yeah, y'all yeah. decide? Yeah, we, nah, we immediately wanted to because I, I we like to plan. So like, okay, and it was so crazy, you know, with her, it was just it's night and day. I have two kids, and it was night and day with both of them. Like, we had my daughter, you know, she had the world. My son, we were in the dumps, you know, um, some years later. So. Um, she had the world. We planned everything to the T. I think we had to have about four baby showers for her. <laughs> so it was nuts. Cause I'm, you know, we would, she lived in DC where my wife's from. And um, I'm from Jersey, right outside of um, New York from, from North. And so out there and, you know, so doing what they did at home and they did at down her home and then at like her coworkers. So, I mean, that girl had everything. And then we were living good doing what we was doing. So it was an amazing time for her. Yeah, we but we wanted to know definitely. We right. never that was never any like but both of them like yeah. What 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 we got? What we got? So we <laughs> right. What we dealing with? Yeah. <laughs> so how how old is your daughter now? Fourteen. She'll be fifteen in July. Okay. All right. So your um, how was your experience as as a girl there when she was a baby compared to now as a as a teenager? 
just spoil rotten. And now it's like, I got to watch you. <laughs> you. You a weirdo teenager now, you know, but, but that's still my dog though. But no, you know, it was just, I, I'm like that with all, I, I, I got like three surrogate daughters and like a bunch of, a few God daughters, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, so I'm like a girl dad all the way around. So they always can get something out of me. So my daughter spoil rotten. She's daddy, 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 daddy. Still to this day, we, you know, um, I just remember, I, I never missed any special events for her. You know, um, like when she went to school, from the time she went to school, I was always at every function. Um, I was always there, like, you know, half a days. I'm, you know, we're going, that's our time. I'm getting, picking her up for half a day, going to the movies. So I've seen all of the Frozens and all the other <laughs> movies that you can think of. And we go get ice cream, go get some, go get lunch. We did that every year for years. You know, I would get her on Valentine's Day when I get my wife something. I would get her something. My thing with her was teddy bears. So I always get her a different teddy bear on Valentine's Day. So she got too old and she was like, I'm, I'm good on that. But <laughs> um, but for years, that's what I would do for her. And it would be like the talking teddy bears or bumblebees, anything um, for her. So that, that was what we did when we was younger. Now it's just ducking her because she gonna want some money for something like, <laughs> she, she wants well, some money for something. i i tell you right now that that part never goes away like exactly. my daughter, Trudy, she she's on uh she's in college and she stays on campus and i promise you she hit me up like every other day <laughs> yeah so that's so, about so so with you and your daughter being so close tell me something that your daughter has taught you you know what I mean? Just from her point of view, or just from uh, you know, just something she taught you, you know, as as just being a daughter telling telling her father something. Man, it's not just that she told me. Like my daughter taught me a couple things, you know, um, real love and resiliency. You know, so I'll start with the resiliency first. We've been through hell, as I told you. Like when I met when I when we had my daughter, I had an amazing business. My wife worked on Capitol Hill in D.C., 600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So, you know, it's a little bit down the road, 1600 is the White House. So that's where my wife worked. And we lost everything. And this little girl didn't flinch. You know, she didn't flinch. She didn't go. We were worried about these kids, but they're a lot tougher than we give them credit for. You know, and um, my son came years later we didn't have anything. We was trying to, we was on the come up, trying to get back. And my daughter was with us through all of it. And she went to the worst school in the city to going to the best school in the city. And each school, she didn't complain. She made the most of it. She made the best of it, you know, out of everything that she did. And um, I couldn't do nothing but be in awe of her because of adults would have complained and cried and, and um, bitched and moaned about everything. And she just took it in stride. So as a young kid, she deserved everything that she gets because she's a good kid. You know, she's good in school. She does what she's supposed to do. Um, we, I mean, you know, she's a teenager, so she's going to be the weirdo phase. But overall, she's a great kid. And the love portion is like, She's down for us. 
you know, now that she knows what she knows, she's down for us. Like she's like, it's about my mom and my dad. And speaking on me, she's like, that's my dad. It's nothing. You can't breathe hard on my dad the wrong way. It's a problem. And I always wanted that somebody for me mm -hmm. and I have whatever going on wrong in the world, but I know that mine is down for me a thousand percent. So that that's a, a real love portion for me. So how, how do you think being a girl dad has changed you for the better? Like your, the version of you before you had kids and before you had a daughter. And then after she came into your life, the, just the way that you've made maybe just changed from being just by being a father, you know what I mean? Man, everything, every way. I've been changing every way. I mean, I didn't have my mom and my dad growing up. And I come, you know, we'll talk. I'm not going to um, put it all out on, on here because we talked about talking at another time, but I've been through it. I did it all, you know. So being in the mix the way I was, having a child made that really like, Nah, that's not even possible. My daughter never seen. I'm from Newark, New Jersey, Brick City, like the, that New Jersey Drive movie. Yeah, I lived that. Like we, we, we. That's where we come from, for real, for real. And I was in the heart of everything. My daughter never seen none of it, and that's been my goal is to like, no, you don't even. You might have heard stories because I'm a motivational speaker and I go around and I train, and she's heard those things and we speak together. Cause she's an author too. This is her two books right here. My, my daughter has already written two books of her own, and so we've done joint speaking engagements. So she got she knows her dad's story, but to make sure that she was never a part of anything like that or seen anything like that has been my life's work since she came in this on this earth. Man, that's what's up. You know what? What's your daughter's name? Because I, I got to get used to asking that too. Because we be talking, be like, my daughter, my daughter, and and I ain't even said my daughter's name. I don't think since we've been uh Sydney. since I've been recording. My daughter's name is Sydney. All right, Sydney. Cool, cool, cool. My my daughter's name is Ashanti, Ashanti James. So mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Ashanti and Sydney. Uh, I got to make sure I take note of that. <laughs> What's the daughter's name? Because we be talking even with the other other dads I'd had on, you know, but like, yeah, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and we don't even know her name. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I heard you talk about, uh, you just talked about you and an author, you know, and your, your daughter is an author, which I think that's a, an amazing thing. So as a dad or as a girl dad, what has been one of your biggest accomplishments? Man, you know, it's so funny. I tell her, and I got plenty of them with my kids, period, but definitely with her. Like, she's now she's at 14. At 14 is when my life kind of started going down the road, down the bad path. You know, at 14, I was shot. Um, I, I really got into the street real heavy at that time. Um, that was the start of the, the decline. And the fact that, you know, I remember getting shot. I was like 12 o'clock. It was after 12 o'clock in the morning blocks away from my house. My daughter barely stay up past 12 o'clock. You know, you probably count on my two hands is when she, the time she stayed up past 12 o'clock in her life. And so, you know, those accomplishments of protection, and we talked about it, you know, protection by prevention for me, you know, I, I believe in that. I don't want to put you in a situation that I even got to show you that. I mean, I felt bad at times I had to like flex on somebody in front of her because they're going to ask questions, but I'm like, I don't want to show you that level of aggression. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I don't put my hands on my daughter. Even when she was disciplined, I let my wife do it. 
because I always told her, I don't want you to normalize no man putting a hand on you. And I'm way bigger than her. And mm-hmm. so if you're a man, I feel like in my house, if I raise my voice, everybody stop. Everybody. So it's not, I don't have to put my, I don't beat your mother. I never did. I've been with my wife for 23 years. I've never put my hands on my wife. I never put my hands on my daughter. And that's just not a thing that we do. Now her mother get at her <laughs> and I get at my son, but nah, you know, that's not that. So those, those things are some accomplishments that, you know, cause it wasn't like that in my household. Like, you know, everybody got it. They got served up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> right. Well, I saw one of the other things I, I heard you say was being at, you know, being able to be at all your daughter's functions. Right. And so one of the things that I share is one of my biggest regrets as a uh, father, you know, to my daughter was uh, missing her daddy daughter dance. Right. Mm. So mm. she had a daddy daughter dance. She probably was like seven years old. I had to work, you know, and uh, we talked about it. And I was like, all right, baby girl, I got to work. I'll catch you on the next. one." So like I mentioned earlier, my daughter just made 20 like a couple of days ago. Okay. There never was the next one. You know wow, what I'm saying? Wow. So that's her. one of my biggest regrets. So as a girl dad, do you have anything that you would categorize as a regret or something that you may have done, not done, or, or whatever, just concerning you and your daughter that, you know, if you could do it over, you would do it over? You know, at one point when we was going through, I had to move in with my in-laws, and that's what I regret. You know, um, even though she don't really remember much of it, like she like is starting to be a distant memory. Mm-hmm. But in between that and I told you, I put her in some of the worst schools because I mean, have it. You know, like my kids in private school now, like I, I I never wanted them to go through that. You know, I never wanted them to go through that. And I, I've apologized oh, up and down. And, oh, daddy, it's OK. It's OK. But I'm big on my plan and I'm big on like. Because I know I went through hell. I remember going to a school when I was in second grade, second through fourth grade. I was in gifted and talented school. They would bust me to the other side of town. And I remember going back to my, my neighborhood school in fifth grade, and they had the, the same book I was using in third grade that I, I, I had to use in fifth grade. Mm. So I, I didn't get it then, but as an adult, I realized it, and I didn't want my kids to be in that space. Correct. And I know how important that is. You know, it's not wrong, nothing wrong with being in a public school, but I wanted them to be in the right one if they had to be in a public school, not just whatever I can get them in because they need to be in school. You know, I went through my family. Some of my family still in the system. My family been in the system since the early 70s. You know, um, I never wanted my kids in the system, things of that nature. So any of those times that those lean years, man, where. Now I've made I've made you know um good on it now, but I you know I we went to you know I call it it's Salvation Army type place, but it's called Harvest mm-hmm. Home. We used to get groceries there every Wednesday. You know, we used to go and get groceries from there just 10 years ago, literally. So that means my daughter's four or five, and she's eating these groceries from basically the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to have I didn't want that for her. She didn't really know it or understand it. Right. But my integrity sake, I didn't want that to be the case for her. And so, um, you know, it, it was just one of those things, man. But, um, you know, it's part of the testimony. 
yeah. And that's why I asked, man, because I, I, I want this to be a, a podcast that definitely we share about, you know, our loves for our daughters, but I want it to be real. So my, my very first uh, guest that I had on was a gentleman who is a brand new girl dad. Like his, his daughter is literally two months old, you know what I mean? And it's his first child. So I was glad that we, you know, I started off with that, but I, I wanted to be where, you know, we're not just sharing, you know, sharing to be sharing, but definitely sharing to to educate each other, to encourage each other, you know, to let each other know that it's, we're going to make some mistakes along the way. Like I said, I, my biggest regret is that daddy daughter dance, you know what I mean? Because it's something that she wanted it, but it's something that I always wanted. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta create one, man. Yeah, well, you gotta that's, create one. that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, even with this podcast, I'm gonna have a annual daddy daughter dance of all ages. You know what yeah. I mean? So it don't matter how old or young you are, you your, your dad and your daughter, you know, come or uncle niece have you know, whatever the yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's that's one of the things that I want to do. You know, even with this podcast, to start doing that every year, you know, yeah. and that's the story behind it. That's the the movement behind that. You know, is because of that one regret that I still carry. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I wanted to, you know, I want us to share, but I wanted to be some meaning behind it too. Just share the good and the bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For the the young fathers that you know may be listening who haven't had a dad yet. You know what I mean? Or even the young ladies who you know, like your daughter, may have been through some hardships with their dad and know that it wasn't because that's what he wanted for her. You know what I mean? That he wanted to, to be in a better situation for, her. you know, so I just wanted to be impactful. I want this to be some good conversation, some impactful conversation and, and definitely to help, you know, the daughters and the dads, you know, as we, as we go through. So um, one more thing before we go get into the next segment you know, uh, you definitely share some some things about your daughter with us already. But is there a story, or if there is a particular story that you know just meaningful to you, impactful to you, that you would like to share about you and your daughter? Oh man, I mean, um, <laughs> and we 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 do everything together, so you know, um, it's not it's not one story. I mean, I can. It's every day is something, you know, with, with us. I mean, like that's so for us. But I just know one of the things I love about my daughter and my kids. I raised them in a space to understand that they're just—they're not just children. They're children now, but we are part of this team. You know what I mean? Like it's us over everybody, and they've adopted that so much that it doesn't make any sense. Like, and she's the oldest, so she's like on it. She's on it. She falls in line. She's her brother don't have to worry about nothing. I mean, God is so good because I know I prayed for that. Like she falls right in. She makes sure if I'm not around, you know, she, hey, this is what you need to be doing. She making sure her brother's on point. My, my wife, like, again, my wife will be gone in the next couple of days for a conference or something. I don't have to worry about him because she, look, I got him. You go do what you need to do. If you got to go take care of something, I already got us. She knows how to cook already. You know, she took to it. She wasn't trying to stay away from it. She's, hey, just get me this, 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 and I'll cook for me and JJ. That's my son's name. Mm -hmm. And she got him covered. Oh, look, I already ironed his clothes for the week for school, and I ironed mine. So 
they good. He's good already. Um, when I was moving, I live in Vegas now. When I was moving, I was back and forth. I knew I could count on her taking care of what needs to be taken care of and make sure my wife was good because she's just on it. So I, I'm raising them that way because I told them, I said, you guys are going to be older way longer. You're going to be younger. And when you get to a certain age, we got to count on y'all as, as other individuals. We shouldn't have to go outside our house. We got able-bodied people here to be able to make things happen. So I created an avenue for her to make her own money. Like my daughter, she's at one point, she sold like a thousand books to one school district. Like that's her business. That's what she does. You know, she, she, people book her to speak. She's been on the news. She's did all that type of stuff. So she has her own thing and we support what she does. So she sings, she's a swimmer. She literally just had a swim competition Saturday and, she came in first place in both of the both of the um things that she swam. So, like she's a super kid, you know, mm-hmm. but she takes it in stride. She's still respectful. Um, she might act more crazy in the house than she do outside. Cause people are like, oh, your kids are well behaved. Like they're crazy when they get in the house. <laughs> you know that. Right, right. She knows what time it is, and then her brother follows suit. You know, he's coming right behind her, being so um being a dynamic kid as well. All right, all right. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. So we're gonna jump right into our, our, our next segment, which is getting to the core segment. Uh getting to the core segment, we talk about um the core four, which is the four core values of every daughter should receive from her father, which is an ebook that I wrote. Um to my listeners, make sure you get your copy of the core four at ebooksbyejames.com. That's ebooksbyejames.com. I made it real simple. Um, and it's also some other ebooks that are available. But in the core four, what we talk about is the, the four core values that every daughter should get from her father. And so those values are guidance, affirmation, love and affection, and protection. So, Jay, if you had to pick one, you know, just with your parenting style that you think is more uh, most important, should I say, to you to to implement to your daughter, which one would it be? Just the love and affection. That's the most important one. I mean, the other ones, the only one that's not really a lifestyle thing is affirmation, but the other two is a, is a, is a lifestyle thing. Like, you know, as a man, if you're in your position, you automatically offering the protection and just living your life properly provides guidance. Um, but love is work. Affection is work. Because when you're tired, especially, you know, everybody's not an entrepreneur like me. You know, I I put it in my last book, you know, um, The Freedom Over Finance. That's my that's my um, second chapter of my, my last book. And I, I tell people all the time, and I, tell, I put it in the book that I was able to, one of the reasons I was able to make all those things because I was an entrepreneur. Now, I didn't have the money at first, but I still wouldn't trade it for the world. And now that I am doing well for myself, I still make time for my kids. You know, I'm still in their life like that. And I've created a lifestyle to where even she can make money, mm-hmm. you know. So now we're we're hanging together doing book signings or hanging together doing speaking engagements. She can come and talk to me about writing. When she got to do a presentation at school, dad, let me run that by you because she know we're both presenters. And even I just told you about my son. He just did a presentation. Go talk to your sister because she's done at least 40, 50 times she's spoken, <laughs> You know, publicly. So um, that's a lifestyle. But the love, you're not always in the love space. People don't think that. But with anybody, like sometimes you're pissed. 
sometimes they act crazy. Like I said she's a teenager right now, so she's done some dumb stuff with the cell phone. And you, you hate, but you got to love on her even in that space, even though you're taking the cell phone from her. Right. You know, you got to still love on her. You still got to show her the proper affection so that she don't feel like she got to get it from nowhere else. You know, um, understanding that this is just correction, not, you know, um, corruption. You know, you're doing the right thing as it, this is my job. But those jobs are not easy jobs. It's not easy being a boss in a company. Not easy being the head of a household. Because it's all good when you're passing out money and everything is cute, but the correction is always the hardest part. You know, the pruning is always the hardest part. And being able to teach them that that's what love looks like, you know, um, and have a, a even balance to that. That's the hardest one, but I think it's the most important one. All right, all right. So uh, the, the book, again, is called A Core Four. So if you could add a fifth core, a fifth value, what you would that value be? Um, I think relationship itself, you know, because it's again, that's another thing that uh, that's work. It, it's work to build, especially as they grow. It's easy when they're a kid, when they're babies, you know, you got to do something with them. Sometimes it's not for them. It's for you. It's like, all right, let me give them something to do, right. you know, <laughs> take them to the movies. Let me take them to this place, run them tired. Really for you, not for them, being honest. Right. But as you get older, making that time, especially a girl dad to say, let's go on a date. You know, let me sit down and spend some time with you. Let's go talk. Let's go kick it, you know, and actually have a real relationship, something that they're looking forward to. Um, That's important. My relationship, again, I had to create that because I don't listen to the music she listened to, you know, that type of thing. I don't do. So I said, how can we meet in the middle so that we can bond. And on my birthday, I always have my kids with me. You know, like me and my wife want to travel. They coming. On her birthday, we usually go by ourselves. But on my birthday, oh, my kids are going to be with me. So they can, whatever I'm experiencing, they're experiencing at the same time. So if it's something new, they're seeing it at the same time. So a dude can't come in my, my daughter's life and say, this is a first. If the first a lot of the first is going to be with me. And right, so right. that's going to be a special situation for me, you know, and her, because you don't forget your first in things, you know what I mean? So I want to be right. that first to take her, I was first to take her out of the country, first to put her on a plane. We rode on planes together. So you ain't taking me on no plane. My dad took me on plenty of planes. We went by ourselves, that type of thing. So I've always been big on that, at creating yeah. a relationship. Cool. That's what's up. One, I know one of the things that I started doing a, a couple of years ago was having a daddy daughter vacations where just me and my daughter and we just go on a vacation, you know, especially with her being in school, you know, in college and all that. So, you know, when we be off, when she's off in the summertime, like, all right, let's go somewhere. And it's just the two of us. Uh, Cause I only got one daughter. So she, you know, she's just my only one. So I just like, all right, let's go. You know, I, was on vacation. I, I didn't get, I didn't get to the 20 year old daughter yet. So how's that? Or the college, how's those, when they be, when they get that uh, old vacation work? It's, it's it's different. It's a little different. You know what I mean? Like I said, they they got their own ideas of 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 what they want now. You know, when when they're younger, it's like, okay, I'm treating you, and this is what I'm gonna do. You know, or what we gonna do exactly. now is like, uh, you know, like you you mentioned about going out the country. I don't, I only been out the country once myself. You know, and I went out uh, uh, last year, 
And she called me about it too. Like, uh, you ain't take me out the country. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, I just went. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had to make sure it was cool first, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so they they got uh they got their own ideas of, of how they want things, you know, as they get older. Um, but it's cool because again, yeah. that goes back to that relationship, you know, because especially as as they get older, you want to have that relationship where both of y'all are are engaging. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you said earlier, that your daughter daughters usually don't leave their fathers, and you want it to stay that way. You know, you want you want to make sure that she always wants to spend time with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, so that's what even one of the reasons why I started that because I was like, man, we weren't around each other as much as she started getting older, and I'm like, all right, let's let's start doing this. You know, yeah. at least for once a year for a certain amount of time, just gonna be me and you uninterrupted because you know i was married at the time and then i got stepsons you know what i mean so as a family we would do stuff and i was like all right but now i want to get this time where it's just me and you you yeah. know and so i started that so that was cool man so jay you know what i i, I definitely appreciate you being on definitely uh appreciate you sharing your your uh your love for your daughter and, and talking to us about your daughter i want you to leave us with um with just some some tips just some father tips for a, a father who may be listening right now, who, you know, just something uh, that you feel that you can leave him with to take from this episode. So I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of minutes to uh, talk about, you know, to come up with that. And also, I'm going to do some other stuff first, but <laughs> so why <laughs> also um, leave us with your, um, social media handles and, and all that. So I'll give you, I'll give you a second for that. Um, to my listeners, guys, uh, first of all, let me say thank you guys uh, for tuning in to another episode of the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. Uh, make sure you're also checking us out. Um, check us out on our, our websites. The business website is dealhealfulfilled.org. And uh, also check out ebooksbyejames.com to get your copy of the core four as well as the other ebooks that we have available um and make sure that you guys also you know subscribe to our text line text the word subscribe to the number 866-326-0730 uh to receive text messages about new episodes new ebooks uh releases also event information and uh one of the other things that I, i'm involved with that i've been blessed to be involved with is a um a company called uh, organization rather called the forgiveness mission and that's with the forgiveness mission we do free virtual workshops every quarter of the year dealing with forgiveness and we talk about forgiveness of self forgiveness of, forgiveness of others uh forgiveness of the world just a, a lot of things that have to do with forgiveness because i think that it's very important uh, for us to talk about forgiveness and have forgiveness in our everyday lives. And so um, I'm blessed to be a part of that. So whenever you're listening to this, uh, we like I said, we do a virtual, it's a free virtual workshop. It's online uh, every quarter. So whenever you listen to this episode, either one just passed or is one coming up, you know, so check us out at theforgivenessmission.com. That's theforgivenessmission.com to um, take advantage of that and be involved in one of those workshops and last but not least i told you guys at the beginning that i was going to tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast so you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast by joining our super subscriber contest what does that mean so you first have to subscribe to our youtube page 
our Facebook page, and our podcast on Spotify. And after you've done those three things, text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. The contest is random and it's ongoing, which means once you're in, you're in and you always have a chance to win. So again, that's uh, to win $100 from the podcast. Join, uh, enter our super subscriber contest by subscribing to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and our podcast on Spotify. Text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730. Zero to qualify to win a hundred dollars, and that's that. So, Jay, again, let me say thank you very much, man, for being on, uh, for sharing your expertise and and your experiences as a father, as a girl dad. And I let you have the last say, so the floor is yours, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Um, this is great, this is a great thing. Um, some other brothers need to get on here, you know. Um, girl dad thing went crazy once kobe passed away some years ago so right. um it's a big deal with just dads period especially dads that look like you and me right um, it's a lot of dads that don't get the credit you know um i don't know too many that deadbeat dads and so um we need to put that more out into the forefront that dads are knocking it out the park especially ones that look like you and me mm-hmm. um you said leave something for um another parent or somebody who's about to be a father man just you got to be in the game in order to win man like you just got to be there you know these kids they don't expect a lot from you we we put the, some false expectations on these kids and um i have learned that in my journey you know like but my daughter loved me when i didn't have anything and she don't love me no more that i'm doing what i'm what i'm doing now She's just like, that's dad. And she's happy that I'm around. My son, same things. Like, I remember telling him some things he can do. And both of them, like, well, we can just do the same thing you do. Like, you don't even think like that. You're trying to make sure they have their own path. You don't realize that you are giving them stuff by living the right way in front of them. And not that holier and thou right way. Just doing the best you can. Whatever that feels, whatever that's like in your life, do that. They're going to do what you do. They're not going to do what you say. So you can say all the stuff you want, but them kids are going to G-check you. They're going to be like, you didn't do that. (laughs) Why aren't you doing? So be honest with your kids. You know, I include them in everything that I'm doing, not just activities, but even when I make decisions, how would you feel if we move from the East Coast to the West Coast? What does that look like for you? This might have to happen. How do you feel? They're not, I talk to them like they're, adults because in our generation we didn't get that we got the information last minute 18 years old you're in college now you got to figure it out no there we're having those discussions because they are people and they will be grown before you know it and they you know they deserve to know what the, what the world is out there you know going to give them and they need to know that you're going to be there with them if to the best of your ability to protect them to ride with them to guide them and do everything you know that's that's needed to be done and nobody better than their dad you know to do it so especially these young ladies they need us they need us as an example it doesn't mean they're going to marry somebody like you because the truth of the matter is your first daughter usually just like you and so that means you're trying to tell her to marry somebody like her and we get it twisted no she's probably gonna marry somebody the polar opposite and that's not wrong on her behalf she got a lot of traits from you, especially if you're in her life. 
You know, so she's going to be looking for somebody different. Just make sure that she's okay. A lot of times we worry about a man coming in there doing what we do. I'm her only daddy. She don't need another daddy. She need a partner. And partnership means that she has to do some things for herself. And so equip her to be straight and good on her own. So that's that. Um, and that's repellent for them jokers that, you know, who got their stuff together. Because a lot of cats aren't as bold as they act like. I mean, they see a woman, they got their stuff together. They try to, they got to they either get it right before they come see her or they don't bother her at all. So put her in a position that she's good. So only the best of the best going to come and try to, you know, have the guts to come and talk to your daughter and to have her hand and be there for that process so she can usher them right to you and you can really do the real filling out. Right, <laughs> right. Good. So I've already started that process. My daughter got invited to a little freshman thing in high school, but I've seen it in action. I've seen her say, well, in order for me to do this, you're going to have to talk to my dad. You have to meet my dad. You're going to have to do this. That. And I didn't even have to say that. She just did it on her own, you know, so we don't have those discussions and he didn't get his legs broken. So obviously it worked out. <laughs> right, right. So Jay, uh, drop your information where we can find you at, man. And uh, definitely drop the information for your podcast that you, uh, um, that probably by the time this came out, you probably have it back, you know, running again. Yeah, yeah. We, we already started doing some episodes already. We about, uh, you know, right where you at. We did about the last six episodes. We getting up a few months up before we start rocking them out like that. Um, but yeah, Jay Haleem, just put you can put Jay Haleem on, on YouTube, I mean, on um, Google and pop up. But I am Jay Haleem on all my social media sites. Um, I won't starve, just go you put the hashtag I won't starve, that will pop up on in Google or just go to www.iwontstarve.com. I won't starve academy is my nonprofit where we teach and train black entrepreneurs. Um, we help other people, but the primary focus is my people. Um, we help them to be entrepreneurs and put them in a position that, that they can have that, um, not American dream, but dream period to be able to, um, take care of their family, take themselves to another level. So if, um, anybody's looking to do that, they can go ahead to, I won't stop academy.org and you can go to that website, but yeah, just put in Jay Holling, put in, I won't starve, hashtag, I won't starve any of that. And it'll pop up my books, go to that. I'm not gonna promote my books, but my baby's books was a girl dad thing. So my daughter's two books, um, Malaysia's Big Move, Malaysia's Big Creation. It's so funny. She was only 10 when she wrote the first one, and she just grew so much <laughs> from from each picture. <laughs> but yeah, so um she has a third one coming out on her birthday. That's in July this month. So um Malaysia's big promotion. So it's her series, it's an anti-bullying series. And just talking about anti-bullying and how to prevent bullying. And um, they created their own little anti-bullying club. It's like a breakfast club thing in our generation. Right. They created an anti-bullying club to help stop people from bullying. So it's been a dope situation for her. And um, hopefully she keep it going until she gets too old and say she don't want to talk about that stuff no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> so where where can that where can the books be found at? Oh, sydneysblock.com. Sydneysblock.com. So my daughter's name is Sydney. Sydneysblock.com. She has merch on there. Her little, this is her little alter ego, Malaysia. You know, so she has her shirts with Malaysia on there. And she's a little firecracker. Of course, Malaysia's from the New York area. You know, she gets that from her dad. She's a little, she got a little firecracker in her. 
And um, but yeah, she has Malaysia shirts and you know ABC Club shirts and things like that. And her books are on there. Um, you know, she has a nonprofit called Anti-Bullying Club. It's a 501c3, so she does events through that too. All right, all right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Jay, uh, thank you again, man, for being on. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, man. And, and uh definitely props to you for, for pouring into your daughter and seeing the great things that she's doing, man. I, I really uh you a testament to, to what this is all about. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate you being on. Um, to my listeners, man, thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast, where our mission is to voice, to to spread the voices of girl dads to the world so that they know we out here and we kicking and moving. You know what I'm saying? Sharing love to our dads and our daughters. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. Be blessed. Hey, hold right there. Don't dare skip this. This is an important message. Me and my boy, Albert Davis, we want to tell you about our podcast, Seriously Dad. Albert, why should they listen? Because it's the best podcast in the world. It's by two comedians who are dads. And you know what we're talking about? Being dads. It's called Seriously Dad. Check us out on social media at Seriously Dad Podcast. And anywhere you get your podcast, that's where we're at. We're funny. We got some great guests coming our way. We cover the topics you want to hear. Check us out.